Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus began to speak in the synagogue. This text is being fulfilled today, even as you listen. And he won the approval of all, and they were astonished by the gracious words that came from his lips. They said, This is Joseph's son, surely. But he replied, No doubt, you will quote me the saying, Physician, Heal yourself and tell me, we have heard all that happened in Capernaum. Do the same here in your own countryside. And he went on, I tell you solemnly, no prophet is ever accepted in his own country. There were many widows in Israel, I can assure you, in Elijah's day when heaven remained shut for three years and six months, and a great famine raged throughout the land. But Elijah was not sent to any one of these. He was sent to a widow at Zarephelt, a Sidonian town. And in the prophet Elisha's time, there were many lepers in Israel, but none of these was cured except the Syrian, Naaman. When they heard this, everyone in the synagogue was enraged. They sprang to their feet and hustled him out of the town. And they took him up to the brow of the hill their town was built on, intending to throw him down the cliff. But he slipped through the crowd and walked away. The Gospel of the Lord. This gospel is the following of the one we had last week. Jesus at the synagogue of Nazareth. We must remember that Jesus has lived there for about 30 years. An ordinary life, nothing special, no miracles, and probably he went often to the synagogue of Nazareth. The Vatican II Council reminds us he worked with human hands. He thought with a human mind, acted by human choice, and loved with a human heart. He has truly been made one of us, like us, in all things except sin. And this reminds us this time, hidden in Nazareth, being an ordinary man as everybody else, probably considered to be very pious, for sure, but nothing really special. And then started his mission, and he went out of Nazareth. And there were miracles. 
not to escape human condition, but for two reasons. The first one, to show that he was sent by God, as all the prophets of the Old Testament, but in a much more intense way. And the second reason is compassion for human misery. It were not tricks. It was not to show how powerful he was. And it's the same in our Christian life. We don't escape human condition. Even if when we cry to the Lord, the Lord answers and sometimes answers with miracles. That's true. But that's the compassion of the Lord. It's not to make us escape from our human condition we share with all the people on earth. So, what's the reaction of the people he lived with as he comes back to Nazareth and goes to the synagogue? The first reaction is admiration. St. Luke notes it. He won the approval of all and they were astonished by the gracious word that came from his lips. Forgive me, brothers and sisters, it reminds me a quotation from a very famous painter who was not a Christian for sure, Picasso. <laughs> he used to say, beware the first movement, it's the good one. <laughs> well, he says that as an artist. And we see what it means for him. In a certain way, that's the same with those people that are there. He won the approval of all. And they were astonished by the gracious word that came from his lips. And it's only afterwards that the temptation knocks at the door. He is Joseph's son. Why is he doing miracles here? We are as good as everybody else. We are his companions. We've got some power on him. No. When the brothers, the young brothers, the first time they go back in their family. Well, the family is accustomed to have seen them grow up, been with them for a number of years. And they say, well, you are with your family now. And the family almost wants to have a grip on them. Even when they go back in some countries, it said, you must help us now that you are in Europe. Well, that's not vocation, but it is. It's to follow Jesus and to accept. Not to be always understood. Because when you are a brother, you don't belong anymore to your family. You belong to the church. And the church is all those to whom you are sent. And that's something that Jesus is going to learn to those people that know him too well, or rather, that know, don't know him well at all. And for this, he takes the scriptures, as he is in a synagogue, and he shows that in the Old Testament, the prophets 
have been sent also to speak as Pope Francis to the people of the periphery, to the Syrian Naaman, to the widow of Sarepta. Jesus does the same, but with an intense way, because he is the Savior of the world. And he is not to be pressurized by any people. He has got this freedom that comes from the fact that he is the Son of God and because of his mission, which is for the whole world. The good news is for all. It's not that he doesn't like the people he has lived with. No, not at all. But when you love somebody, you're able to say the truth. What would be a friendship if you were hiding what you have in your heart? That's not a real friendship. You know, people who are in high position, what are the friends they may have? Very often, it's those they had when they were young and that are able to say the truth that's no needed. That's a real friendship. And blessed are you if you have friends that can tell you when you do something wrong. These are good friends. These are real friends. And not the one who are flattering you to get some advantage of you. These are not good friends. Well, it's the same with Jesus. He tells them the truth because he loves them and wants them to get the good news which is not in marvelous things but very often in an ordinary life. Father Charles de Foucault, our church minister, Father John, is going to go to the desert in pilgrimage. Charles de Foucault has lived for many years in the desert. And he wanted to live this hidden life in Christ, with the Eucharist, with adoration, with the desert, with Arab people that would not be converted, but he offered his life for them. And his model was Jesus in Nazareth. This ordinary life, this hidden life, for 30 years, where Jesus offered everything for the sake of the world. Amen.